Welcome to Hand Surgery Resources Podcast. Welcome to Hand Surgery Resources Podcast on adult trigger fingers. The ring and long fingers are the most common locations for trigger fingers. The next most common site is the thumb followed by triggering of the index and or little finger. Triggering usually presents in one finger but can occur in two or more fingers simultaneously. Trigger fingers are more common in women. Pregnancy predisposes women to trigger fingers. Other predisposing conditions include rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes, gout, and amyloidosis. Trigger fingers can coexist with carpal tunnel syndrome, tendinitis, and or thumb CMC joint osteoarthritis. Trigger finger or stenosing tenosynovitis occurs when the flexor tendons cannot pass through the A1 pulley smoothly. Whether the pulley thickens, the tenosynovium thickens, and or the tendons deform and develop a nodule, the result is the same. Loss of smooth, active flexion and extension in the digit. The digit can lock in flexion or extension or simply be difficult to move without significant pain. The cause of trigger fingers is unknown. However, repetitive trauma may play a role and occasionally triggering is caused by an anatomic anomaly, including abnormal lumbrical insertion and or proximal decussation of FDS tendon or narrowing thickening of flexor tendon sheath at the A1 pulley. Histology studies show non-inflammatory fibrosis with rare chronic inflammatory cells are present. With triggering, the flexor tendon sheath can become edematous. The flexor sheath fibronic and cartilaginous metaplasia can occur. With the tendon becoming thinner under the area of constriction and thicker proximal to the constriction. The swollen portion of the tendon is referred to as a nodule or nodus node. For adult trigger finger, the most common symptoms are painful clicking, catching or temporary locking of the finger, a painful lump at the base of the finger, and or limited finger motion. Trigger finger examination signs include point tenderness and crepitus, grating at the A1 pulley portion of the flexor tendon sheath, which is located at the base of the finger at the level of the distal palmar skin crease. The finger may also lock when making a tight fist. On examination, the locking or asynchronous motion without locking can sometimes be observed as the patient opens and closes the hand. Occasionally two fingers like the ring finger and the long finger can be catching simultaneously. The examination focuses on identifying point tenderness at the A1 pulley area, palpating crepitus at the A1 pulley area with active or passive range of motion of the finger and by noting catching or locking during motion. To check for A1 pulley tenderness, the examiner places a finger at the distal palmar crease over the A1 pulley and applies moderate pressure. If the pressure reproduces the patient's pain, or if the examiner feels any crepitus associated with flexor tendon active or passive motion, or any locking can be observed, then the finger examination supports the diagnosis of trigger finger. The diagnosis of trigger finger can be safely made based on history and physical examination alone. Confirmation by ultrasound is possible, but rarely necessary. Treatment options for trigger finger include nighttime extension splinting, medications such as oral or topical NSAIDs, for example, naproxen, cortisone injections into the flexor tendon sheath, and or surgical release of the flexor tendon A1 pulley. Cortisone injections help trigger fingers 60% of the time with a 60% reoccurrence rate within a year. 
Cortisone injection failure increases in young patients, diabetic patients, and those with multiple triggers. The steps of surgical release of a trigger finger, which is done under appropriate anesthesia and tourniquet control, include 1. Skin incision over the A1 pulley. 2. Spreading the subcutaneous fat to expose the flexor tendon sheath at the A1 level. 3. Gently retracting the surrounding tissues and protecting the nearby neurovascular bundles. 4. Cutting the A1 pulley longitudinally to relieve the pinching of the tendon. 5. Verifying full release by active or passive motion. 6. Irrigating the incision with sterile saline. 7. Closing the skin with 5-0 nylon sutures and applying a dressing. Operative complications include incomplete release, recurrent triggering, infection, secondary adherence, scar tenderness, mild PIP joint contractures, neurovascular bundle injuries, ulnar drift of a digit, or flexor tendon bowstringing. It is important to understand that these complications are extremely rare for this commonly done outpatient procedure. Trigger release surgery is typically performed under local anesthesia with mild sedation. Treatment outcomes for trigger finger are typically good to excellent. Splinting reportedly has eliminated triggering in 66% of patients after one year, but is not the usual treatment of choice because of the prolonged treatment duration. Cortisone injections are successful in 40 to 90% of patients, but recurrences are common. It is very common to try a cortisone injection before surgical treatment, except in very chronic cases where injection is unlikely to relieve the triggering. Surgical A1 pulley release eliminates the triggering in over 90% of patients. This has been your Hand Surgery Resource Podcaster, Megan. Thank you for listening to the Hand Surgery Resources Podcast on Adult Trigger Fingers. For more information, visit www.handsurgeryresource.org or download the Hand Surgery Source app through the Apple Store or Google Play.